Hello, everybody. My name is Ming Chen. I'm here to Shared Universe uh, podcast studio. Uh, I'm here with an amazing filmmaker, uh, Paloma Suo, uh, who just made a documentary on the uh, the amazing Puerto Rican artist uh, Antonio Martorell, and it's called The Happy Accident, or AK, and I'm sorry, my Spanish is not that great, but uh, El Accidente Feliz. How was that? That's really good. That's perfect. <laughs> and I also have uh, Lauren Kangar-Shihi uh, on the line, uh, the executive director of the Garden State Film Fest. Hello, Lauren. How are you? Good morning. Hello. Good morning. Thank you so much for having us. <laughs> of course. Uh, Paloma, mm-hmm. I, um, I, I love... I love people who have a lot of passion and then they pass on they pass on they pass on that passion to other passionate projects which it sounds like you did with this documentary and um I uh, I know uh, you've been it sounds like you're picking up a lot of traction I know uh, you know we scheduling this phone call this uh, this podcast was uh it sounds like you're very busy right now it sounds like you're getting a lot of attention is that correct I am finally <laughs> after 5 years of being in this process, it's finally seeing the light, and people are reacted are reacting really, really well to it. That's and a, I think it is because of that passion thing you're talking about. Yeah. So, uh, from what I read, uh, you've been very passionate about the work of Antonio Martorell since you were a child, and uh, you've, well, you 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 were able to channel that into something you love, which is filmmaking. Um, I how old were you when you were first exposed to Antonio's work? Well, actually, I, I know him ever since I can remember because he was a very close friend of my parents. My parents, my, my mom's an actress, my, my dad's a, a, a photographer, my stepdad's a composer. So their whole group of friends in the 80s was composed you know, of, of artists. So I was exposed from a really, really young age to these people. And even though I didn't really realize you know, that they were artists, yeah, I didn't really know what Daniel did until a little later. His whole persona is is kind of a, a work of art. You know, he, he embodies passion for life and that that memory of Antonio that I was there since I can remember. I can't even date it. Yes, and uh, if you go to uh, your website, uh, com, you can see the trailer. And uh, you can see, um, I'm trying to describe his personality. I, I've seen it, I, I guess, it were like like... A boolean, very happy, very. Um, how would you describe he, his personality? He's a Renaissance man. He he works in every possible medium of art, and his um, his whole personality is contagious happiness and po- a positive attitude, regardless of what has happened to him. And like everyone, he's had a life where you know he he got evicted when he was a kid. His whole body of work has been burnt down. The FBI attacked his house at some point. So a lot of things that would have, you know, totally um, uh, torn someone else down have actually given him more material to create new work out of out of anything that has happened to him. His attitude has always been like, oh well, now here's the little adventure. Oh, what I did before didn't matter. This is what really matters. So he's a very present human being who I think in, in this day and age where everything's kind of like crumbling and falling apart at the seams, that kind of attitude of, of just making the best of whatever situation you're dealt and transforming it instead of like letting yourself fall down. I think that that describes what, what really amazes me about this character. That's amazing. Okay, and uh, so- I'm, and uh, I, 
I mean, that pretty much describes the uh, title of the film. Um, uh, I was going to ask you how you came up with the title, The Happy Accident. I think you just described it, uh, where uh, mm-hmm. Antonio went through uh, a lot of, uh, you know, um, uh, a lot of situations where he had to start all over again. Or, um, and it, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, yeah, and um, I think even in the trailer, I think he describes, um, he gives a definition of a happy accident, uh, which is when something unexpected happens that's apparently unfortunate, but turns out not to be. And, um, absolutely. So I was, uh, I was wondering, like, what was he describing? Was he describing art or life? And it sounds like, uh, you just covered that, though. I think he went through a lot of that in his life. Um, and whether or it's not his, that. His philosophy, but also he's a teacher, you know. So the amazing thing about him is that not only does he do it for himself, but he does it for other people. You know, when you come in contact with Antonio Martorell, he's going to do everything possible to make sure that you make use of your talents, of your energy, of whatever it is that, that you have to give. He finds it a responsibility of his to help you put it out there. And I think that's fantastic. That's amazing. And um, so I read uh, just um, when you went, you you went to film school and when you when you got out, this was the first thing that you wanted to work on was a documentary on uh, Antonio. Yeah, yeah. He was the first person I wanted to document and I started and then, you know, I started getting work and the material got put inside a box and then over 20 years went by and I went back to get the box after moving offices a number of times and the footage was gone. There was no box. So finally, I had to come clear and tell him, you know, remember all that footage that we filmed 20 years ago? Uh, it's gone. And he said, what a wonderful excuse to start over again. Was That, that was his first how, reaction? Uh, that was his yeah. reaction? Where, uh, <laughs> I, I would, I mean, I, I don't think it's a stretch to say it. most people wouldn't react in that way. Oh, no, I was ready for him not to talk to me ever again. <laughs> I was horrified. That's amazing. Um, I mean, I wish more people had that attitude. And uh, I, I, I know, <laughs> I think it seems like most people don't have that attitude. But I think uh, a part of that, um, get, getting that out and see, letting the world see uh, that's that kind of reaction is uh, is part of the heart of your your documentary. Um, that's the point of the film, actually, to try to get those lessons. I, I even like write down the lessons as I learned them because I when I started the project, I was going through a through a dry spell. I was questioning if I even wanted to make more documentaries, and when he sort of like pushed me, you know, and made me do it, the only way that I found you know uh, authentic was to put myself as the example of someone who came from darkness and, and being stifled mm-hmm. to following this man's uh, method or, or his own philosophy. As I documented him and I started learning how he did it, I would, you know, apply these lessons on myself. And I actually changed during the process. That's amazing. And uh, I think you just said, uh, you know, you had the... the you had some of the old footage in a box for 20 years. How long have you been working on this? Well, I think ever since then, because it's been in my head, this, the second version, um, five years. Okay. that's wow. Five that, years in, in August. That's fantastic. I Do you remember, how long ago did you, uh, uh, you know, did you, like the first frame of film or footage, uh, do you remember what year that was? Uh, even before you, I know you, the, I know you lost after it. After college? Okay. Ninety six. 
1996. Wow. Okay. So 20, got 20 year, 24 years, right? Is that, I think if my wow. math is correct. <laughs> yes. That is amazing. And I think, uh, so, uh, Antonio, uh, doesn't work, uh, exclusively. I know he's for, he was born in Puerto Rico. Uh, is that correct? He's got, he's got a gallery in New York as well. He, he had, he had an apartment in New York for a while in a studio there. I don't know if he does, but I, I think he's represented by a gallery there. Um, if not, it's in the process, but he travels a lot okay. and he's, you know, he's shown his work, I think almost worldwide, you know, he, he has a big following in Mexico, you know, some places in Spain, Argentina. So a lot of Latin America, but also in the States and a lot of, um, the Latino communities, but also he does, um, he goes to a lot of universities and spends time there and, you know, he's, he's moved around a lot and, and traveled with his work. That's amazing. I was, uh, yeah, I was checking out um, Museo Museo de Art de Puerto Rico. I'm sorry, my pronunciation yeah, is he, horrible. That's good. That's good pronunciation. <laughs> yes, he has a lot of his work. It's in most museums here, and and in a bunch of museums elsewhere. But um, in his website, you can see everything. He has the AntonioMartorez.com website, and and there you can see because it's it's pretty wide, and his body of work is humongous. <laughs> it's huge. Yeah, and I was checking out, uh, if you go to YouTube or uh, uh, accident, uh, accidentefleas.com, you can watch the, the one-minute trailer. Uh, his work is just very uh, dynamic, very colorful, very, uh, I'm, it's hard to describe. And I, um, and he works in so many mediums, it looks like. Mm-hmm. He does, but he has a stamp, and he also works a lot with words. I mean, he's, he's a great speaker, but also he draws, he does calligraphy, he mixes meanings of images and words that's you know something that he's very very uh, well known by it's and one of his trademarks yeah i think the other uh the other word i would use to describe him is, pro- is tireless uh the man never seems to sleep um i pulled absolutely. up absolutely i um i pulled he's 80 years old is, is he is 80? he 80 i think uh born he's in 80. you know i didn't do the math i saw i went on his wikipedia page so i was born in 1939 what? And I didn't think about, I didn't think that was 80 years ago. And uh, I, it looks and like... he has like five times my energy, ten times. It's crazy. <laughs> and uh, I'm just going to list some of his, uh, his skills here. Printmaker, painter, draftsman, installation artist, stage designer, costume designer, writer, illustrator, teacher. Uh, I believe he's, he's a television star as well. And I know I'm Absolutely. probably missing about like 50 things that he also does. He's a dancer. He's an actor. He's, he does everything, everything. That's amazing. And he's an artist of life more than anything. I, that's a great way to describe him. <laughs> and uh, so I know uh, you, you've, you've known him since you were, since you've grown up. Um, the documentary, do you remember the first time you, you pitched this to him? I was like, hey, I think I want to do a documentary on you. Um, do you remember I the first time I, you did yeah, that? Yeah, I, I was fresh, fresh out of um, college, okay. and I just said I would like to do a documentary on you, and he said yes. <laughs> Very easy. That way, he just said yes. Bring your camera. Let's do it. That's uh, that's amazing. And if um, I guess I have a couple of technical questions. Uh, you started uh, once you got out of film school in '96. Uh, we didn't have all these fancy, uh, uh, you know, all the all this digital medium that we have now mm-hmm. uh what 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 did you start shooting on um what kind of format Actually, i think it was high eight if, if wow I, if okay I'm not old, old, old school <laughs> yeah i i started in high eight yes sir 
Wow. And, it has um, changed a lot, hasn't it? Yes. I, uh, yeah, I had a Hi-8 camera. It came on those little tiny uh, Hi-8 tapes, so I can see how they could easily get lost. And mm-hmm. um, I, <laughs> um, and then when you restarted, uh, did you go digital? I went digital, but I also gave myself the leeway to work with every possible kind of, of digital. So I, I, I have from iPhone to RedCamp, <laughs> we have everything in it because since he works on every medium, then I took the liberty of mixing cameras, mixing formats. So. You know, it, it holds the spirit of, you know, he sometimes even draws on the carpet. You know, he, he'll use any material. So I tried to, like, take that with me, and, you know, it, it, it worked out, I think. It's very colorful. It has a lot of texture, which I have always loved. So I, I used to work a lot with Super 8 film. So, so I, I, I was able to play a lot with this color correction. That's amazing. So it's kind of a, I, I, I'm describing it now as a mixed media masterpiece. Is a, is a, is a, is, oh, thank you. <laughs> is how I'm describing this. And uh, yeah, I know uh, he works in a lot of medium uh, media. And uh, I guess, you know, sometimes mm-hmm. you can't lug uh, a whole bunch of gear with you to wherever he is, uh, mm-hmm. he is creating. Um, so yes, I, I guess sometimes uh, you, if you can just whip out an iPhone and get grab footage, exactly. you grab that footage. Exactly, and and it and it looks great. You know, even even the it, it has texture and the colors are different, but I think that adds also to the piece because it's it's real, you know, to who he is. That's amazing. And um, did you did you have a crew for this at times, or is this mostly yes. shot by you? Yes, I, I it's mostly shot by me because he does not stop. So I must have shot, you know, over a hundred days by myself. And sometimes I would take three cameras, put two of them on tripods and, you know, just go with it. But I had like 10 days with my crew and, and but for, for specific sequences, some of them are his art pieces that were in like the specific museums. Um, another sequence, which is when he's, he, he paints me, he does a portrait of me as I do the portrait of him. So we had a sequence in his studio <laughs> while he's doing this work. And also, you know, we, we have some like more like filmy, you know, it looks like like real movie, not not very pay set up shots. So we had like 10 days with with a crew and, and you know, the the the, the good cameras, you know, the, the more the more complex cameras and some lighting. You know, it's it's mainly a low budget film, but. We we did have some days where we where we were lucky to have a really really great team of people. Yeah, I how big how how big was your crew? I imagine uh, it sounds like it was very small, but um... very small, like like twelve fifteen people at its at, at its biggest. Okay, that's amazing. And uh, you mon- you mentioned low budget. Um, I don't know if you were able to add up all the receipts and everything. Uh, what kind of I, just ballpark? Do you know what kind of budget you spend on this? It was like two hundred. Okay. Wow. That's uh yes, mm-hmm. very 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 low budget <laughs> and uh yes, well the editing post uh post production everything. Yeah, I mean I'm I'm, I'm lucky or or not lucky <laughs> depending on how you want to see it, but I I edit so mainly you know most of the editing I did and in the end since we ran out of money I learned how to color correct and yes. I learned how to do titles. <laughs> must have color corrected this like probably 10 times but i learned 
I mean, I think that's all in the, the spirit and heart of independent filmmaking is that, uh, you know, you learn how to do everything yourself, uh, exactly, even if it's little bits. you have no choice. Right. And then uh, it, it uh, makes you a better filmmaker in the end, um, which is amazing. Actually, yeah. Yeah, I think so. And uh, how long ago did you, uh, you know, the last, uh, your last color correction, your last edit, uh, how long ago did you finish this? Um, you mean for this project? Yes. Uh, I, January. Yeah. Okay. Wow. <laughs> okay. Since, since he, since he doesn't stop, I keep adding and then I'll go to his studio and he'll have like some new work. And even if I put it in the credits, I'll right. add it on because I think the, the spirit of the piece is that it's never really finished because he's never really finished. So, you know, since I have the, the capacity, cause I have it here in my house, you know, I, I, I un, un, until it's out there and, and you know, it, it's not shown again, I'll probably keep making little adjustments just because that's how we are, aren't we? Yes. Um, yeah, it never stops. Uh, I know. Much like, uh, much like Antonio, it sounds like. It just never stops. So <laughs> I love Absolutely. that you're able to go in and they're like, oh, wow, that's cool. I'm going to add that in. Yeah, that, that's, what, that's one of the advantages. Of, of editing yourself. <laughs> That's cool. Uh, what's the plan now? Are you taking it to film festivals? Are you submitting? Yep, we are. We're waiting for answers. We're very excited. And um, we're, we're going to Barcelona because the trailer got, got picked for, for a festival there. Amazing. So we're going there in March. And we have another one in April, but they don't let me say it yet, but it's a good festival in the, in the States. So, you know, slowly but surely... We're getting positive answers, so I'm very, very excited about that because I think it's it's a piece that that will add to people's lives, you know. That, so that that makes it more exciting. That's amazing. Uh, I can't wait to check it out. Um, I'm hoping it comes near me, which I uh, I have no doubt it will. Um, I also mm-hmm. wanted to ask you, uh, what do you love about making documentaries? I I think uh, a lot of times reality surpasses fiction. You know, I I, I think that I've been lucky in my life to have access to people who are remarkable. And to me, that's always been something that's moved me to want to share this access and this valuable information with others. I love it. That's sort amazing. Of like I used to say immortal life, but no one really does that, but it's, it's kind of like that feeling of sharing good information. Yeah. And you've, uh, you know, you've documented this man's life and work, uh, potentially it'll live on forever. So I think, <laughs> I think it's a great thing that you're doing. Amen. Um, are you working <laughs> on any, anything now besides this, or is this taking up all your time right now? Well, this is taking a lot of my time, but I have a project that's been in development for a while and it's a project together with, um, Ruben Blades, who's a salsa a singer, composer, a politician, actor, done many things and it's called Maestra Vida which means teacher life but this is a narrative musical film so you know I'm, I'm in development of that one but that was pretty big so you know starting to to get back to it because I put it on hold to finish this one so I think I think that will be my next focus that's amazing. Good luck with that. Um, so Thank you. Uh, you can check out the website for um, uh, Accidente Fleas for uh, the Happy Accident. Uh, is there any social media that I could uh, we can promote as well? Facebook and Instagram, uh, also Accidente Feliz. Okay, that's fantastic. Uh, Lauren, did you have any questions? 
I'm just so thrilled. You can really feel the energy that you captured through all of the footage. And I just think his work is so playful and it's amazing. I can't wait to show it to our audience next year. Yay. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Thank I you don't... guys for calling. Yeah, me. of course. Um, is, there, is there anything that I missed? Not at all. Okay. I think you hit on all the, all the spots. That's amazing. I, I can't wait to see this. Uh, I wish you luck with everything, my friend, and thank you so much for taking your time with us. And um, Thank you. And uh, hopefully, uh, I look we'll, forward hope, to meeting you. Hopefully we'll be meeting soon. Thank you so much, Paloma. Great. 